Thanks so much, Sarah. Um, I've got a little bit of a joke with Sarah that I call Sarah the boss. Um, and I tend to call myself Steph's curate. Um, so whenever we go away somewhere or do something, I'm always Steph's curate and Sarah's the boss, um, which is great. So uh, iGEM Sunday, all about freedom. I suppose as we look and think about our society a little bit, we would say we're a free society, wouldn't we? Like, we are free, there's nothing that really stops us doing anything, we are surely the most free society, or one of the most free societies in the world, yeah? Well, let's see if that's true. We're going to base ourselves in Galatians 5, uh, for those who have Bibles. Uh, but I wonder if our freedom in our society is truly free. Our society says to us, well, I can be whatever I want to be. Anyone ever heard that before? Yeah, you can be whatever you want to be. You are free to be you. There's a whole campaign going around. Uh, the LGBTQI plus is free to be me, is their slogan, which is great. For a lot of us, we are, were told coming up as kids, you can be whatever you put your mind to. Whatever you put your mind to. But sometimes that keeps us captive to things that God doesn't have for us. Or I can do, our society tells us, whatever I want to do, regardless of other people. I can do whatever I want to do. No one can stop me. Or I can wear whatever I want to wear. The fashion that I, I wear, the best shoes. I'm looking, Harry hasn't got any caps on today, but whatever we want to wear, we can wear. As well as eat and consume whatever we want when we want it. <laughs> Instant food. You know, you can, you can call Just Eat and in five minutes time, a pizza will arrive on your doorstep. And you can consume that to your heart's desire. What about when we say what we want to say? I think what's lying underneath that is something that's beginning to bubble up in our society. And that's, I make my own truth. I make my own truth. Something else our society says about freedom is we can have sex with whoever we want to have sex with or imagine sex with whoever we want to imagine sex with. All you have to do is turn your computer on. I got an email uh, through on my work email from something and I wanted to know if I'd like to increase the size of something. How that got through the various diocesan servers, I don't know. Maybe it was from the bishop. I hope they're not listening. That we're free to make our own choices and setting our own future despite of others or in spite of others. Can anyone spot the problem with some of the things that our society is telling us, either overtly or subversively? The problem is the freedom in our culture means that someone else is in slavery. Our freedom costs someone theirs. And therefore, is our freedom freedom at all? 
or as we see, it's a very thin veneer of freedom backed by a whole bunch of slavery. Our freedom costs someone else theirs. So we're going to read uh, Galatians 5. Uh, I'll start with verse 1 and then um, 13 to 26 will come up. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And then from verse 13, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping with this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with one another, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions and factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us love one another and not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. This is the word of the Lord. Those who aren't Anglicans, I'm so sorry. But it is. It's something that speaks up against our culture, doesn't it? Straight away. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Has anyone heard of this slogan before? The land of the free and the home of the brave. That's kind of, if you ask people from the United States of America, are you from the land of the free and the home of the brave? And they will say, yes, undoubtedly. But for us in the UK, we've also sort of bought into this mindset a little bit, just without the cheesy slogan. But we are addicted and enslaved, probably in some of the most subversive ways that we see in our society. We all have phones, don't we? Some of us are probably on them right now. Uh, How many times have you checked your phone today? Are you enslaved to the device that walks around in your pocket? The dopamine hit that comes when you turn it on and the blue light shines in your face and we become in awe of this little device. I probably am, just putting it out there. We're the most connected generations than ever before, but are the most lonely. Because the things we use have kept us enslaved to ourselves and not to the people around us. What about social media? 
Are we addicted to that dopamine hit every time that someone likes something that we put on Facebook? Do we have so many fake friends that we're not really connected to the people around us? What about to power? That's a big one in our society. We like to control things around us, don't we? I want to control my future. I want to control what I have now, what I have tomorrow, what my generations come uh, below me. But we have growth in uh, anxiety and depression wherever we turn. Is that really control that our society says we have? When we realize that we lose control, our whole worldview shifts, that we're not in control of everything that goes on around us. We really aren't, even though our society tells us we are. And what about choice? The freedom of choice. That we can get what we want whenever we want it. Like we can go down to the supermarket and because millennials love avocados, we are told, you can buy avocados in February when they don't come anywhere, they're not native to Europe. We fly these things over 12,000 miles so that we can have them when we want them, out of season. Our supermarkets are spoiled for choice. We just have to go onto our computers and Amazon is there and we can order what we want. We can click and collect even when we're in lockdown. Incredible, isn't it? Uh, we left Milton Keynes uh, almost a year ago. And in Milton Keynes, they were trialing an Amazon one-hour delivery. You could click on something on Amazon, and within an hour, it arrives on your doorstep. Wow. That might be seen as freedom. But who's the person that's collecting the item, packing it, dropping it off? Are they free? Has our freedom enslaved those around us? Do those things give us freedom? The answer is, I don't think so. I don't think so. Our westernized society is searching for freedom, but is instead gaining captivity. We're searching for freedom, but we're being bound and captive to the things around us. Our society says you can pursue pleasure, hedonism, at all costs. Or the, the notion of let's just be happy. We need that serotonin. We're addicted to the serotonin that comes from feeling happy. But we know that during lockdown, the pornography industry has grown by 70% in the UK. 70%. Breaks my heart. In Telford, Sex trafficking of children and adults has increased by almost double in our town. Uh, Sarah and I have been uh, chatting to the police quite a bit recently in and around Telford. And we just walked around the town centre with some of them. And they just pointed out where people that they know have been trafficked. And it just broke our hearts. Our free society is making others slaves. 
What else? That Epicureanism, that idea of we can free ourselves from pain and fear by the pursuit of knowledge and sensuality. If I just research and research and research, I can be fear from, uh, free from pain or fear. But the problem is that our society has pushed that so far that now we say, okay, well, I can make my own truth and the knowledge that I acquire from those who are specialists in these things means nothing. I make my own truth. The rejection of fact puts others into slavery. My truth cannot be challenged by your truth because I am who I want to be. We live in a culture with no rules. I rule myself, and if someone disagrees with me, I will eject them from my life. That's what our society tells us. Our society is looking for that freedom in the wrong place. Mark Sayers, who some of us might know, says that our, our world and our society is looking for the kingdom the rule and reign of Jesus, just without the king. We're searching for the kingdom without the king. But that's not what the scriptures tell us. That's not what our relationship with Jesus tells us. Because freedom for us who know and love the Lord Jesus is radically different. Radically different. Because freedom in Christ means that Jesus enslaved and beaten and crucified so we can have freedom. Freedom in Christ means that we die to ourselves and made alive in him. It means we lay it down. Oh God, I want to do this, but I lay it down because that's not your way of doing things. To be a Christian means to live life in light of other people rather than ourselves, that we serve the people around us, even though some of them are really, really annoying. We still serve them and we still love them. We worship Jesus and not money and sex and children and power and our phones and our choices or our work. Jesus is the one we worship, not those things that our society says we should be. Because everyone worships someone. Everyone worships something. Is that Jesus? Or is that the stuff that the world tells us to do? To be free in Jesus is to have the kingdom with the king. The freedom that we have with Christ his rule and his reign. The Roman army uh, and Roman centuries back, back, back quite a few thousand years ago had something called Pax Romana, the rule of Rome, the peace of Rome. And wherever you went in the Roman Empire, you would find peace, or so-called peace. With Jesus, we have Pax Romana in our lives. We have peace with him and we have peace with the people around us. That we aren't devoted to the things of our flesh, but to him alone. 
And we need to measure all the things that we want and do in our society against who he is because he'll show them up for what they really are. So don't let anyone in our society steal your freedom. I uh, remember two years ago, three years ago, I uh, went on a trip to Zimbabwe. And uh, Zimbabwe has some of the richest mineral deposits in the world. And uh, we were driving along this road, and there were lots of these sort of pits. And so uh, we asked, what, what are all these? And they were gold and platinum mines. Oh, well, they surely can't be. You know, they're just these holes in the ground that people have dug, and, and they like smelting these, the, this ore. And the person said, yeah, that's what's in your mobile phones. We said, oh, what sort of people then work in them? What sort of safety do they have? They don't have anything. Their, uh, their life expectancy working in those pit mines in southern Africa is two to three years before they die. The video that we were uh, going to watch was about a little boy in Ghana who uh, was sort of abducted by his uncle and uh, sold as a fisherman to help people trawl through the nets. Because young children have smaller fingers, they can work through the nets to collect all the fish. And he was there, he didn't know how to swim, he was in bondage, he wasn't paid anything, but yet he was working all these hours to feed not only his family and the village, but also some of us in the West. And IJM came and rescued him. They worked with the local authorities and the police to set him free from the slavery that he was in. Don't let anyone steal your freedom. So the things we have on our phones, the, the choices that we make, they affect someone. Are we making the choices that are freedom or slavery? Galatians 5 talks about what some of these things are in 19 to 21. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions and factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warned you before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Did anyone watch the presidential debates? Some of us are nodding, some of us are like, no, I don't want to watch that. But weren't some of these things in it? Selfish ambition, idolatry, hatred, discord, rage. That land of the free and the home of the brave. And the person who's supposed to be leading that country on either side, this isn't a political thing, doing exactly this. Our freedom is bought at a price. Is it our own or is it someone else's? Is it Jesus or someone else's? So how do we turn that around? Firstly, let's love each other. Let's love. Like that greatest commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. Love the person who's sitting next to you, or behind you, or around you. 
the person who lives next to you that plays their music at three o'clock in the morning. Let's walk by the Spirit, Galatians 5 tells us. How? Or do we spend time getting to know what the Spirit's saying to us? God, are you leading us in this direction? Lord, would you disrupt my day? I want to set people free, not put them in bondage. And don't be in conflict. Don't be in conflict. But also, don't be a pushover. Stand firm to what he's saying to you. And out of that, the gifts of the Spirit. A lot of us who, who went to Sunday school were, were told, oh, well, there's this gift, and it's an apple, and it's an orange, and it's a pineapple, and all these different gifts. No, but the fruit of the Spirit, the things that come out when we have a relationship, when we walk in step with the Spirit, are these things. Love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I need some of that. Our society needs some of that. The people we live next to need some of that. The things of the Spirit is in opposition to what our culture is telling us. Where is freedom found? here with Jesus. So then, what about us? When we know and our identity is free, we can then help others into their freedom. When we truly know that we are free and we are called to set others free, we'll do it. Something that we are going to be doing at Telford Minster is we are going to be facing up to sexual trafficking in Telford head on working with the police, working with social services, working with the council, working with every safeguarding organization. Because part of our job of being free in Christ is to set others free. We don't just want to talk about it, we want to actually do it. So the big question is, are we really free? Are you free sitting down here right now? Why don't we just wait on the Spirit for a moment? Just let him just check our hearts. And then just maybe he's going to set some of us free. So Spirit of God, would you fall in this place? Lord, we're not perfect but you see us as righteous. You see us as your children. You see us as loved. Sometimes we're blind to the things of our culture and we walk in its way rather than your way. So Holy Spirit, would you come?